Welcome to the Unfiltered Femme Podcast, your new world to get the lowdown on all things pleasure, sexuality, the mysterious female body, dating, relationships, and everything you need to know to step into your most unfiltered, unapologetic, empowered, and turned on self. I'm Steph Morris, a love, sex, and intimacy coach, and along with some incredibly fabulous guests, I'm here to spill the tea on those topics that are typically hush-hush, the juicy things that you want to know all about that have maybe been a little bit too shy to talk about. Think of me as your fearless guide and partner in crime, creating a space for the unfiltered, the raw, the authentic chats where nothing is off limits and there's no such thing as too much. The Unfiltered Femme podcast is all about breaking down those walls and celebrating what it means to be an unfiltered feminine being. I hope you're ready for a wild ride. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to this episode of the Unfiltered Fam Podcast. I am so excited for this episode because I have not one, but two fabulous guests with me here today. We're going to be diving into a beautiful conversation all around the journey of embodying our inner sex queen. So this conversation is with two amazing clients of mine. I'm going to introduce them here in a second, and we'll be talking about their individual journeys. They're actually friends who joined the program and didn't know um, each other. Sex Queen is my group program, helping women reclaim their pleasure, their power, their pussy, their femininity, and their sexuality. It's such a powerful and fun group healing journey that we all go on together. So we're going to dive into this. I'll share more about it and what this journey looks like. You'll be hearing a real raw, unfiltered conversation from two sex queens about their journey. So I'll start by introducing Ellie, who is here with me today. She is a CAP facilitator. So CAP stands for Kundalini Activation Process. It is a very powerful modality. She's going to share a little bit about that. But Ellie, come say hi. How are you doing today? Hi, I am so excited to be here as well. Yeah, just really excited to be here with you, be here with Katrina as well kind of feels a little bit like we're back in in the program in Sex Queen. So I'm getting getting all the vibes. So yeah, feeling really good. All the sexy, the powerful vibes. So before we introduce our second guest, I'd love for you to share a little bit around who you are, what you do, and your modality cap. Share a little bit around that and then your journey of how you came into this program. And then we'll have our second guest come out and share. Amazing. So yeah, I I facilitate CAP, which you, you mentioned is Kundalini Activation, and it's it's a really powerful energy transmission that awakens your Kundalini energy or your Shakti energy, and it's, it's energy that exists inside every single one of us, but I really feel that it's so powerful, especially for women, because, you know, this, this part of us is so closed off and numb for most of our lives, so activating your kundalini energy is rising all of that shakti all of that like life force energy within you to start feeling in your body and the more that you are active in your own kundalini energy the more you can start to feel your sexual energy for sure and just more of an essence of you you just come back to to you and so I think doing this work I've always been curious as well into like how does that translate and and, you know, in, in combination with doing this work, wanted to get more deep into some of the sexual, you know, se- sacred sexuality, sexual, you know, trauma that I've, I've, you know, been holding my whole life and I think done, did some things with you in the past. And then when this came up, it just felt like the right time. 
we can get more into it but it was you know sort of stemmed originally from a relationship that I was in and wanting to improve sort of our sex life and then opened up a whole can of worms of all these other amazing things and actually ended up being this incredibly deep and transformative journey within myself so that's a a brief introduction Mm, thank you for sharing that I'm so so excited to dive deeper into your journey into this amazing modality and how that impacted your experience it's something that you introduced me to cap and freaking love it and now it's a big part of what I love to tap into for healing and really connecting with myself and has also transformed my own experience with my sexuality my sexual energy so we'll touch on that but let's introduce our second amazing fabulous guest Katrina Katrina is a culture and leadership experience designer and coach come on out say hi how are you doing Hello. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so, so fun to be here with you both and just to have such amazing, fun, juicy, <laughs> playful conversation. Yeah. It's funny as, as you were, you know, talking, I realized I was trying to pinpoint like my journey to sex queen as well. And it started off working stuff with you one-to-one on all things, like not necessarily just within the sexual realm, but within learning what my inner voice sounds like or getting to some of the experiences that have shaped who I am today and some of those blocks. And I think the more that you uncover and the more that I was uncovering and that I was unfolding and learning about myself, I realized that there was just so much opportunity and potential that I was labeling as a hindrance before. Um, So really shifting from this is something that is holding me back Um, within my confidence, within my sexuality or sensuality to actually know this is an opportunity that I get to explore and um, see what comes from that. And so that was the the journey into this type of work. And it's so funny when I think about even the work that I do, it's, it's very much more in the leadership and personal development realm. And I think that there's so, still so much overlap. Like it is coming back to yourself. It's your confidence. It's your self-expression. It's, you know, it's creativity. It's um, being true to yourself. And authenticity is like a big word that I that I talk about a lot with my clients. And so even in a, a corporate, a leadership or an entrepreneurial setting, whatever it may be, everything that we talk about today and that stuff that you talk about all the time is so relevant to that world. And so it's been amazing to both unlock those experiences within me, but then also see how I, that can also support the work that I do and, and see those through lines throughout everything else. Mm, thank you for sharing that because that perfectly summarizes the reason why I love this work so much. People often hear the work around sexuality and the things that I do. And they immediately think, oh gosh, I've actually had people say, I feel sorry for people who need help in the realm of sex or who need a sex coach. And it's like, no, you're actually not understanding the depth of what this is. Of course, there's the work to have better orgasms or have orgasms perhaps at all to relieve pain, to enhance our sexual experiences because we are sexual beings as humans. That is a huge part of our experience. And we have so much pleasure. We have sex for pleasure as well as procreation. That is amazing and we all deserve that. And that's part of human life. And also people don't fully realize that when you 
dive into this and you reclaim that part of yourself, you reclaim your sexuality, you clear that lifetime and in some cases, generations and ancestral lineages of shame, of sexual shame, of trauma, of programming and disconnection and rejection that we have specifically as women around our bodies and our pleasure and our pussy and our sexuality. When we reclaim that and step into that as a part of us as women and human beings, that's where we come home to ourselves. That's where we really embody that wholeness that we already have, but we really feel that. And I see this time and time again, it's my own experience and also with women, with my clients, that's where we really start to embody our authentic self-expression and we really own who we are and we turn up the dial on our authenticity. And that's where we come out fire and flames burning like, hello world, this is me, take me or leave me, this is what I want and I'm going for it. And truly it's it's women who are embodied in sensuality and sexuality who are doing that, who are making shit happen in this world and who are changing so many lives. I really believe this. So thank you for sharing that. And I would love for you both, let's start maybe with Ellie for you to touch on what are some of the ways that you felt you have shifted and opened and transformed? You can share whatever you feel comfortable with in the realm sexual and pleasure but also just you as a woman and as a human being through this journey wow to touch on some of the ways I feel like there have been so many I it's really incredible to think about and it's exactly what you said like doing this work just unlocks the work for everything it connects to everything like I mentioned before I I really came into the program with with pretty much one thing in mind like oh improve you know, the, the sex life I have with my partner. And then like, that was like, basically completely like nothing that I did, even though that did improve as like a byproduct of it. But it's just like, actually the work that we did, I had no idea really what I was getting myself in for, but it was, it was just such deep self work. And I think one of the biggest things was like, I didn't realize how disconnected I was with my my pussy myself like even the the inner parts of me my womb my cervix like all of this deep work that we did like I didn't even know how disconnected I was until I connected and then once I had that connection like everything started to unravel and like and change it's like oh like now I know myself more I I had like increased confidence just in my daily life I felt like my voice you know, I I felt like I could speak my voice and I was happy for it to be heard. I felt like I could be seen as authentically who I am. I mean, Katrina, you mentioned it too, like authenticity is such a big, huge thing that I think everyone struggles with. We all like look at that other person like, wow, I wish I could be as authentic as that person. They show up like really as themselves and we can always be more of our authentic selves. And I think that's a big place that we hide because we're not connected to ourselves. And so, yeah, the, one of the biggest things for me that I, I feel like I got from Sex Queen was connecting more to myself so that I could be more myself. And like even playing a lot with the dark feminine and the shadows and connecting to that and instead of being like, oh, I'm just going to hide that dark feminine side and just hide those shadows down because no one wants to see the angry woman or the dark side or, you know, the sad things. No one wants to see that, but it's like actually embracing all of that as just like, that's just part of me. And because it is, and when you try and hide it, it's, it's, it's going to come out in some other way. So embracing all of it in like a really beautiful way. And all of that just, yeah, helped me so much to, to, to be who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
thank you for sharing that anything to add Katrina about your experience yeah well I mean I second all of that definitely and you know one thing one thing I was reflecting on to even just build off of that was coming back to my inner guidance so being less guided by the external world and more guided by my internal world and listening to what that is like for me and I think that also builds on um knowing my body more I would get physical symptoms for years from from trauma that I had when I was younger and I had no I, I I wasn't able to connect the dots and through doing this work I connected so many dots that just led me to understand my body so much more release pain release different trauma in my body listen to myself more and and really taking ownership, I think, was a big one over my own experience and within my own, within my relationships as well. I think this was such a powerful part of my relationship and my journey in partnership. Mm, wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. There are so many nuggets of wisdom from what you just dropped there, especially around not looking to a relationship to fix you or to fill the void. In many cases, we're looking externally for these other people to to fill us up or as people will say, my other half, the other half to make me whole. Like we already are whole and I love this approach and you are such a testament to the power of this work and you taking that full responsibility and going all in. And I'm really excited with where you're at now in your life and in in your relationship. It just shows how this work freaking works when you take that ownership and when you go all in and you say no more to to the the shit I already am whole and I'm going to approach relationships and it's really from that place of desire versus need I desire a person I already am whole I can already meet my own needs I have the superpowers within me and I'm tapped into them and I'm going to desire and find that person from this place that is freaking powerful and clearly has worked for you so I'm celebrating celebrating that for you So shifting gears a little bit here, I would love to know what were your initial thoughts, fears, or hesitations as you were embarking or making that decision about joining a group program with other women that was called Sex Queen? Yeah. So yeah, that's a great question. I think, and it's funny, I think I had so many conversations with you, Steph, especially because we were working one-to-one and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do the group. Like, I'm, will I be able to share things? Like you just have all these hesitations and fears come up because it's vulnerable, right? Like you're most likely going to go through something or discover something or share something that you've maybe never shared with anybody before. And maybe you've never even realized before. And that very thing that probably was the fear that I had, or that would have been the hesitation to not wanting to do a group program was the very thing that actually was such a part of the transformation because having that experience in a group, first of all, I realized like so many of the things I were experiencing were either very common or people have shared similar experiences, or even if somebody had a completely different experience than me, it it helps to normalize the fact that we all have unique experiences and there's no right or wrong. There's no one way fits all. There's no you know, there's no, and there's, it just eliminated all of the shame really that, that I had prior. And just to be in such a beautiful community and group of people who are supportive and yeah, is just, is honestly a very, is a very healing and beautiful experience. So the very thing I was probably hesitant about was the very thing I maybe even needed most. 
Yeah, I, I can echo that, especially about, about doing it in a group, because as I mentioned, like I really came into it wanting or looking for a solution to this specific problem in my life. And like one of the hesitations I had was, you know, do I want to share all this with a group of women that I don't know? which obviously as funnily enough as it turns out, I did know Katrina on on the program that we didn't even know that either of us were joining until the first day. I was like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? But actually sometimes that can also be hard. Like when you know someone, it's one thing when you bear your soul to strangers, but when you have a friend, it's like, oh, do I really want to go deep into my sexual trauma with someone I know? But luckily that was not an issue. And I, 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 I but I did really feel that, in in a group as well, you realize like when you're being vulnerable, so is everybody else. And so therefore we're all holding each other in that vulnerability. Like the more vulnerable I am, the more vulnerable someone else feels. And then like we held each other. And that's what formed part of the, the healing was like, was us all holding each other in this sisterhood, like healing these ancestral traumas, healing, like you said, Katrina, like things that we what I was going through was the same thing that someone else was going through and someone else. It's like, oh, I'm not alone in this. Actually, we're all doing this work together and we're all, we're all you know, healing the same things. But I'll also add to that, that just the, the fears about joining something called Sex Queen, like even though I always thought of myself as someone who's quite sexually liberal and, you know, pretty open, I've always been the one in my group of friends who's very happy to talk about sex and this and that. But it was like, I think the difficulty was being in a relationship and then saying to my partner, yeah, I'm joining this program called Sex Queen. And he's like, what? I actually don't even think I told him the name of it in the beginning. I was like, I'm just joining this women's program online. It's for, you know, just women's stuff. And then, and actually the more I got into the program, the more I was comfortable telling him all about it and being like, yeah, sex queen. Like I've got my sex queen call tonight. Like you're in the other room <laughs> to leave me alone. But in the beginning it was, mm. it was hard. I love it so much. And part of the reason of the name is the edge that it creates and the journey that women will go on starting of, okay, I'm joining this program called sex queen. And like you said, by the end, it's like sex queen. Woohoo. Like I'm embodied in my inner sex queen. And there's a reason why it is called that. And it's funny when I was actually concepting this program, part of me was like, will people join this program with that name? Or is it too, is it too edgy for, for most women? I was like, no, this is actually perfect because it really does encapsulate what it means to embrace our sensuality and our sexuality. And it doesn't just mean that we're a queen at sex though. Sure. That's part of it, but it really is the archetype, that queen archetype of being in our queen archetype is really being embodied and owning our sexuality and sensuality. And that's what we see when you go through this program. It's you, you own all of that. You're no longer afraid to be seen in that. And that can be such a challenge for women is to be seen as a sexual being, to be seen as sexy because the society that we live in, there is this slut shaming, this victim shaming, this woman shaming sort of culture that we grew up in where we are taught, we, we are internalized that our sexuality is wrong and is bad and is problematic for specifically men. And that creates can create trauma for many, many, many women and many humans. And this is us reclaiming that. And it's for us. It's not for another person. It's really beautiful 
this is what I love when women come in to the program or into this work, desiring to enhance their intimacy in relationship. Like you said, Ellie, that is such a beautiful byproduct. The work that happens though is so much more individual and empowering and just incredible for the women because it is all about them. And when you transform inside of yourself and you create that shift for you, of course the byproduct is gonna be better sex, better orgasms, deeper intimacy in partnership with somebody else or in dating or intimacy. So I love this so much. And last thing I'll share on this is it's so intentional. Doing this work in a group of women is very intentional. I believe that me doing this work one-on-one is not as powerful as doing it in a group for everything, all of the reasons that you have just shared. There is this extra layer. We can do it individually, but if we're not sharing that transformation, then it doesn't, there's that kind of missing link of the true embodiment. And when we can share this and go on this journey together and be seen around other women, the, the sisterhood healing that takes place is so profound and it really is incredible. And that's why my focus for my work is really group experiences, retreats, bringing women together, because I've just seen time and time again, the evidence that it just adds to the experience and the healing can't be replicated in a one-to-one sort of format, even though that's great. And that's powerful to work on specific, specific things that are arising. And I love adding on the one-to-one for many women in this work, but doing it in a group is, it's fun. It is so fun. So thank you for sharing all of that. I would love to know, is there a favorite moment perhaps from a live workshop or from, and or from a practice, like there might be separate favorite moments that you can each both recall, Ellie, starting with you. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And I, I've mentioned this to you before, Steph, sex magic. For me, it was all about the sex magic. That was was really something spectacular like in the truest sense nothing I've really ever quite experienced before and it's something that has stayed with me that I've thought about I've practiced since we did it live on the call and on obviously the practices as well but I would say particularly for me in that I work with kundalini energy that I work with energy it's it's what I do it's what I live and breathe and so being able to take your own energy, like transform your own kundalini energy, your own life force energy, and take that from this really powerful place where it resides in your body, you know, around your sacral chakra, around your, you know, your where your sexual energy lives, but taking that really powerful sexual energy and alchemizing that into something higher and alchemizing it through your chakras, out through your crown, like into this huge, powerful manifestation kind of orb is, it was just, the feeling of it is incredible, but also the power behind it. And I think it was just another realization of how much power we have as human beings, as women that we hold, and we have so much power. And we, we as women really like diminish our own power all the time. And so for, for it to, to, to feel that in your body and then let that like shoot out into the world. Not only was the practice amazing, but I feel like I was able to thread that into other parts of my life. It was just like, I'm going to take all of my energy and put it out there and be seen and just be in that power. 
and and to feel that is like knowing it and then once you know it and you've experienced it you you feel powerful you feel like you can do anything so yeah that was Definitely my Thank favorite. you for sharing that. And I'd love to just dive a little deeper here as we're on this thread around the power of pairing the Kundalini activation with the sexuality work, just to share so that everybody knows Ellie is now coming into the sex queen program to share the magic of cap with the women in this round. And will definitely be in all future rounds of sex queen, because I really see the power of merging this together to allow women to more easily access their sexual energy through the modality of cap. And she's also going to be at my next retreat, attending the retreat and also giving us a beautiful transmission of Kundalini activation. So that again, the women can harness this energy, activate it, use it for healing. It's incredibly healing. So can you just share a little bit around how this works and how you have found the coupling of this Kundalini activation with sexuality work to be almost like the power combo. Yeah, it it is. It's like, it's the power couple. It is, it's the power couple. But it is in, in that this work really is all about actually finding that balance or creating that balance of the masculine and the feminine. So CAP itself is Kundalini activation as well as accessing higher consciousness, which is like the masculine, the Shiva and the Shakti. And we, we have both sides of it. And while obviously, you know, in Sex Queen and in, in, in this kind of work, we are tapping more into the feminine, but we also need to balance that with the masculine as well, which is within us. But the Kundalini energy is, it's your life force energy. It's, it's your birthright to, to have that energy exist in your body. It's literally exists inside all of us, but it's, it's been numb for most of our lives. And, you know, Kundalini activation has been around for thousands of years. I mean, you know, the ancient schools of Tantra work with Kundalini activation. That's why it makes sense that when people hear Tantra, they think like, oh, sex, you know, sex and Tantra. But Tantra has, yes, there's like one part of Tantra is is going down the sexual path. But the other part of Tantra is just healing with with Kundalini activation. So they do go hand in hand and they, they stem from the same place. But the reason that they're so powerful together is because your kundalini energy lives between your first and second chakra it's down there around where your sacral chakra is where your sexual energy and your creativity live and it's literally your life force energy it's the it's the power of creation it's it's where you you know us women create from from our wombs from our cervix from that area and so when you can activate that energy it just like actuates the feeling of your sexual energy they kind of go hand in hand and that's why often you know when we're in in a sexual experience when we when we orgasm we you know we go into that place that's really out of our minds completely in our bodies you feel that rush of energy and that that is the kundalini awakening so yeah by by activating your kundalini energy through this really powerful transmission it does mean it's so much easier to tap into that sexual energy like as you know for me, for sure, getting into every practice that we did, I noticed from the sharings, you know, from from other women, the more we got into the work, people were getting deeper into it. But I know that in some of the practices, like straight away, this, boom, I'm just like, I'm in it because my Kundalini is so activated. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I'm already feeling that energy. And, and that's why they go so hand in hand because you have that 
activation. And as soon as you can get activated so easily, then you can just start going really deep. Mm, in, into the I work. really agree. And that's been my own experience as well. Having gone on the journey of healing around se- sexual healing and, and embracing my sexuality and activating my sexual energy and it being able to experience things like full body orgasms, energetic orgasms, all the different types of orgasms. I got there without the Kundalini, without the cap. And once I started to do the cap, I saw how much quicker things get activated in the body. And so that's why I'm excited to bring this in for women because it really just collapses the time that I'm finding women can then experience these really powerful types of orgasm and their sexual energy because our sexual energy is the most powerful energy that we have access to and we can transmute this energy into other forms to heal parts of our body for our creativity for manifestation for all of these different elements of life and when we can turn it on quicker I think it also gives people a boost of oh I can get there quicker which is not always about that we have to (laughs) commit to the journey and it is a lifelong journey though that's why I love this work so much and now when I'm doing breath work or doing a sexual practice or a pleasure practice feeling that kundalini just alive within me like I can be doing a sound healing and I have this beautiful kundalini activation and a wild energetic orgasm from about five or ten minutes of sound healing a powerful sound healing nonetheless though it's wild and I definitely can put that down to the work that I have done with CAP and with you in CAP as well. So I love, I love this so much. And I thank you for going through this journey. You have the experience and then coming back in to share this with other women, because it really is so incredible and so powerful and so healing. So thank you and roll on the retreat for the in-person as well. It's going to be so so good. So Katrina, are you open to sharing? Was there a favorite moment from the whole experience what comes up for you when you think about that yeah one of my favorite moments I think actually it might have um, been sex magic but it was the journey into the underworld was that, that was the, the week same of the I can't remember feminine. if that was exactly the same yeah so I think that was really powerful for me because I think I had a lot of shame maybe maybe around the dark feminine and wanting to see myself in the light or wanting other people to see me in the light possibly denied that part of me and denied the shadow aspects of some of my, yeah, some of my being. And so that coupled with a few moments through the experience, which is actually really interesting because as I hear you both speak and and Ellie, the experience with Cap, it, it was, it for you, it's like very much like you had that activation and that enhanced your experience. I think on the flip side of that, like my journey was almost um, getting to a place of allowing myself to feel so that I could be activated. Because in the process of, you know, through over the years, numbing myself, or, you know, I was completely shut down, really, so I couldn't really feel much of anything. I had to understand that more and realize and understand where that was coming from and be with myself and allow myself to, to feel all different types of things so that I could have that ecstatic feeling and expression and and have that within my body. And one thing that I think is really interesting and was super powerful throughout the experience was I wasn't, I didn't want to feel 
negative things. So like I would go numb for years, but because I was not allowing myself to feel more negative things, I wasn't allowing myself to feel pleasure either or, or any positive experiences. And so, um, really unlocking that experience in in such a safe container allowed me to feel things that I never thought I would feel and like have an orgasm, which I never had before. And, you know, just have trans have the energy of that you would get from like a meditation or breath work and kind of that tingling in your body, but actually being able to do something with that and have that ripple out into different areas of my life, which I had never experienced before. Mm. So that was super. And I think that was like session, like after session one or two that I had my first orgasm and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, why did it take so many years? And I thought that I honestly just never would. So. I'm celebrating <laughs> you so much and thank you for being so open and sharing that. It's so incredible. And I think really inspiring for so many women because everybody's at different journeys with orgasm, with their sexuality and hearing Real life women sharing their experiences is so powerful. And this is what we do in this container. This is what we do in Sex Queen. We talk openly about these sorts of things. And I love that you have both now touched on the dark feminine, that shadow work and the journey into the underworld. It is really powerful because it's not something that we're taught to embrace and celebrate as human beings. We are in a society where anger and rage and frustration are seen as bad because they are being harnessed in not healthy ways. And so in the society, people who are embodied in their anger are displaying that in toxic, um, unhealthy, and oftentimes dangerous ways. Whereas when we embrace the parts of our darkness and embrace our shadows and bring them to light in a conscious way and in a supportive and in a sacred way, it's powerful. That is how we become whole. And our anger is not inherently bad. It's just having the healthy tools and outlets to connect with it. And just like you said, we do have to embrace the pain and embrace the darkness to make space for the light. We live in a world of duality. We need both. They're both actually good and healthy and part of the human experience. And when we cut ourselves off from the pain and from the darkness, we are cutting ourselves off to so much life and so much light and so much joy. And so thank you for sharing that that was your experience because the more we can embody and embrace the darkness, the more is available to us on the other side, which how beautiful is that? Yeah. And one thing, Steph, because you said something that I think is, is so important too, and I wanted to add, it. I think I, I avoided, and, and maybe other people experience this too, but you avoid feeling pain because you think it's going to be unpleasant or bring up a lot or, you know, whatever it is, fill in the blank of why we avoid it. But I think what I learned was actually experiencing that allowed me to feel so much more connected, pleasure, so authenticity like in my relationship openness vulnerability like it, it gave me so many gifts that I was denying those gifts from emerging because I just didn't want to feel pain but it wasn't it actually it didn't turn out to be a painful experience mm. it was very freeing oh I love that thank you for sharing Ellie I'd love to know your experience around the dark feminine the shadow what really stood out for you what was maybe a moment or something that really shifted for you by embracing this part of yourself, this maybe darkness or shadow, and how has that transformed things for you? 
listening to you both and and remembering recalling how I felt going through that part of it I think the biggest memory sensation that I had was being in my power and I think that's something you know we talk about these negative emotions and the and the darkness that we we shut off but actually embracing all of that is really where a lot of our power comes from because I think as women especially we're told to you know diminish these parts of us because because really that that almost competes with men you know when when men are angry at work it's like they're just working hard but when women are angry at work they're a bitch you know women shouldn't get angry that's not ladylike or I remember when when we we did it as well you talked a lot about like wearing red and like wearing lingerie, wearing colors that make you feel really sexy. And I don't really wear a lot of red. I find red this really bold color and it's almost like too bold. It's like too in your face. But that week I was like, I'm going to wear red, like whatever I have. I'm going to wear black and red and sexy lingerie and be in that sexual place that sometimes feels a bit too, too bold, too out there. I need to calm, you know, like tone it down. And I was like, I'm not going to tone it down. And I'm just going to let all of that be there. And the, the result of that was really just feeling more powerful, like more in my own power. Like all of it is welcome. All of it has a seat at the table at like my main table, like my happiness, my joy, my peace, my bliss, and also my like anger and my resentment and my sexual, you know, desires and, you know, all of that, that they're all parts of me that then make me whole. And yeah, I think more than anything, it just helped me yeah, step into into my power. Mm, thank you for sharing that. And I think that's a really important point to make because going back to the society that we live in, many women have experienced that it is unsafe to express themselves sexually and to wear red or wear lingerie or wear something that shows a little bit of skin that has been their lived experience that it can actually be dangerous. And so what's powerful about this space is starting to reprogram that internally, that it is safe to be embodied in that. And it is safe to connect with that part of ourselves. When you reprogram that in a private setting and can be seen and witnessed in that by other human beings, that really transforms everything and can start to transform that imprinting at a really deep nervous system level that so many women have from trauma or abuse or horrible experiences through this life. So safety is such a huge part. And I'd actually love to touch on this now around the theme of safety. So when I say that, does anything immediately pop out for either one of you, like your experience with safety and how that is such a critical, important quality and thing to cultivate when doing this work like if there isn't safety there is nothing there's no orgasm there's no authenticity there's no self-expression because lived experience can be that it is unsafe to be ourselves or to express ourselves so does anything pop out that you want to share around your experience with safety yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yes yeah so so for me Definitely. And I think, you know, a few things pop up. So on one hand, it's knowing and learning and mostly knowing and trusting that I can trust myself and knowing and learning what I need and what to ask for and how to communicate, especially in a relationship and being in a partnership. It was figuring out how do I express my needs? How do I 
create the environment for me to feel safe, but also to give that to my partner as I'm experiencing this new, you know, uh, going on this new journey. How do I ask for what I need? And so that was definitely a big part of the experience. And I think that was also a really positive part of being in a group because you hear everyone else's experience and you can kind of have conversations about, well, how did you navigate this? Or what was that like for you? And has anyone had resistance come up in their partner? Because those are all fears, right? It's like, well, what if I ask for what I need and they say no, or there's resistance or they don't get it. And then you feel rejected. And it's, it's also learning to trust yourself and learning that that's okay. You can have a conversation around it. And so much comes down to communication. And then also boundaries, learning what my boundaries were and how to navigate and create those so that I could create the safety for myself. And I think part of what I mentioned earlier as well was taking ownership over your experience. And I think that's a big part of the safety and trust is knowing that you can create safety for yourself and being in a group environment that really that container where it already felt so safe. And that was like a safe space to be in. And so I think the combination of the two of trusting yourself, knowing what you need, being able to ask for it and um, being in a safe environment as a group were really uh, powerfully contributing to the feeling of safety for me overall. Yeah. And to add to that, we couldn't have done this, this work. We would never have been able to go this deep if it wasn't for the safe environment that you created, Steph, I I really can't like honor you enough for what you created because going into this kind of work, it's the ultimate deepest parts of ourselves. And every woman, no matter where you were born, what upbringing you had, you know, it's basically impossible to grow up as a woman in this world and not have some sort of sexual trauma and even if it's just ancestral trauma that you've carried with you but every teenage girl has been the victim at least of you know unwanted comments or looks or touches or this and that and of course there's there's a whole scale of how far that can go and so to go into this work it's like uncovering stuff that maybe we really didn't want to uncover you know it's it's stuff that you're like, I want to leave that where it was in the past because it can be really uncomfortable and sticky and not nice. And the way that you led us through it, every moment of it felt like the checking in, like, okay, check in now. Is it a, is it a yes for your body? Like, you know, check in now, check in now, because it is, it's a consent to yourself every time. Are you ready to go deeper? Are you ready? And, and if it's not, okay, stop, then that's as far as you, you're going today. And that's perfect. And I think creating that environment as well, you really allowed and knowing this in a group that everyone went as far as they needed at the time. There is no beginner or advanced, you know, level to, to do this program, because we're all where we're at in our lives. And we're all where we're at in our healing journey. And I think you created this incredibly safe container where everyone felt like, they could go as far as they needed to go. Mm. And I think that is what made it so, so transformational for mm. every single woman. Thank you for sharing that. That was really beautiful, beautifully put. And that means so much to hear that. So I really thank you for sharing those words. And that is really what it's about. It's not a competition about who can have 17 orgasms or who can have the longest or who can have the most wild sex or anything like that. It's at the end of the day, it comes down to finding that safety within 
and finding that acceptance for all parts of ourselves and really attuning to our bodies, yes and no. Because how often in life, in sexual experiences and non-sexual experiences, are we saying yes when it is a hell no in our body? Or we're saying no when our body is like, yes, it's creating this lack of alignment in so many areas of life. And then that further solidifies the distrust that we can have with our bodies. And our bodies are like, what the hell are you doing? But this really does show up around sexual experiences and being attuned to the yes and the the no to our body's boundaries. That is how we have the most transformational relationship with ourselves, with our inner compass. And that's how we create a life of alignment and a life of true happiness and joy and where we start to have more ease because when there is the disconnection, life is much more challenging. Life is much harder to navigate. This is where so many people are really indecisive because they don't know what is a yes and what is a no. And so I really love that you shared that. And that's honestly my wish for every human being on the planet is to be so deeply attuned with their body's signals that it becomes effortless to make decisions, even the really hard fucking decisions. Like we were kind of talking about before we started recording this episode, having lots of deep chats about our own individual journeys, relationships, and where we're at. But it really comes down to knowing what our bodies are telling us. And that helps to navigate the hardest moments in life. And it doesn't mean that they become easier or maybe less painful because there are so many things that we can't control, but just a little bit, less challenging because we're then not in a battle with ourselves as well as everything else that we're dealing with. Hey there, I hope that you're enjoying this juicy episode. If you are, then make sure to check out the details of Sex Queen. Sex Queen is my signature three-month sacred sexuality group program where you reclaim the connection to your body, your pleasure, your power, and your femininity. If you are ready to experience more intimacy, more orgasms, and step into your sexual empowerment era that will help you embody more bold, confident, and magnetic energy in every area of your life, then go to the show notes to get all of the details, including the free waitlist. And let's get right back into this episode. All right. So I'd love to know, I have a couple of questions. Was there anything that shocked you in the program. And I actually would love to share if it's okay, Ellie, I remember you saying to me, I think it was by the end, you were saying at first, when I mentioned, we're going to be self-pleasuring on a live call, prefacing this with cameras are off. I can't see anybody. Nobody can see each other. We're all muted. I am guiding, you know, it's all very safe and everyone's going to their own comfort level always. So some people are maybe not even going there at all because that doesn't feel like a yes in their body. And some people are like just going for it in the best way, whatever feels the best for them. But I remember you saying when I first said that you were like, what? And then by the end you're like, woohoo, let's do it. So was that something that shocked you? Was there anything else? I'd love for you each to both touch on that. I mean, I've got to say that was one of the most shocking things and I will share that I never thought in my life something I would experience would be like to have multiple, well, I say orgasms while on a group call with other women, okay? Like never thought that I would be having orgasms in a, just like on a group call with other women also there. Being guided by another woman, like it was, yeah, not anything I thought would ever happen, but the way that it happened, like you said, it was really us and our own experience, just being guided by a, a, a voice, just exploring ourselves. And it was just 
so not what one might imagine as this self-pleasure, you know, experience that you might just like have on a whim. It was this really incredible guided into, you know, yourself kind of incredible individual experience, but also something about it also was nice to know that there was other women in this experience too. It took away from it that self-pleasure should just be this sex thing about having an orgasm and that's it. And it made it into something really beautiful because it is, you know, took all the shame away from it. So that was definitely a shock. And I think, I don't know, I do remember a big shock to me was you like on the first day, just pulling out all the sex toys. <laughs> like this one does this. And like, this is, this da 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 I was just like... <laughs> what and then obviously understanding that you know we're all here on our own pace but it was just like ten thousand things and I was like what have I just got myself into oh that's a favorite moment for me because I know it's the shock value and I remember when I first saw women sharing things like that I was like I will never use toys like that and then here I am only a few years later like this is a butt plug this is a cervical serpent or whatever it's cervix serpent it is a bit of the shock value but it's it's fun (laughs) Katrina what about you yeah oh my gosh that's hilarious I <laughs> just like thinking back to that memory I think for me I was more sup- like the biggest shock for me was I feel like there was less shock value there because I was working with you Steph and I was like maybe already like preparing myself mentally for that and then the the biggest shock was I think really that ownership piece like realizing that I think when I went into it I thought like oh I'm gonna learn tools and like have this experience that's going to help me in my relationship or, you know, in, in sex or in intimacy. And I think I thought it was more about the partnership or the relationship. And I I think I was more surprised by realizing that it was all about me. And it wasn't even about like the techniques or the tools or the things that, that I was using. It was actually just like not allowing myself to feel, not being present, like not being in my body and like all like I just learned so much about myself and and um stuff like you were such a big part of that because a you're just super open and um supportive and everyone was at their own like everyone like you said was exactly where they needed to be and everyone was having such a different experience but everyone was so supported and I felt just so supportive so held and because I think that was a surprise. Like I I really went into thinking like, I'm going to go to these sessions and like have tools I can take back to my relationship. But it was actually like, no, I'm going to go to these sessions and realize like how much of it is actually me needing to, to take ownership over and shift. And it was a huge transformation. And that was amazing, like more than I could have imagined for myself and for my relationship. But I wouldn't have expected that going in. (laughs) I love to hear these insights. They're so fun. So fun. So if you were having a conversation with a woman and she was saying this sex queen thing, I don't know, sounds kind of cool, but also sounds scary. What would you say to her? Oh, I would say, honestly, don't think too much about it. I would say if, if you want to know yourself better, if you want to step into your power like understand yourself and and become really a more magnetic version of yourself a more confident version of yourself and be that woman that you that you desire you know we all look at there's someone on Instagram or in our lives or a celebrity or whatever it is that we look at that woman that's like I want to be more like her I want to be her essence And we're all mirrors of each other. Whatever we see in that person is just what we desire to be for ourselves. 
And I would say the only way to get that is to do the work on yourself and to know yourself more. And really, I I couldn't describe how much of a, I guess, surprise and, and shock it was for me as well, just, you know, kind of weaving in from the last, the part that we talked about was just that this work is just touches every area of your life and how important it is for every woman to do this work, because that's where so much of it needs unlocking is like the trauma in the womb, the trauma in the sexual trauma that we've been holding, the guilt, the shame that is in every cell of our being. And once that is unlocked and you become the sex queen, you really do embody that. And it's like this, this amazing thing. And Mama Gina talks about this a lot, which like, FYI, on a side note, loved all the books that we read, but obviously like big fan of Mama Gina. But once you unlock that energy, people see it and feel it and they don't know what it is, but like, what did she say? Once your pussy's turned on, people feel that. Genuinely, people I work with, people in the streets, my family, friends, people just like, you're different. Like you just seem different. And I was like, yeah, I feel different. And they don't know it's because my sexual energy is turned on. They just know that I look better and more vibrant and more confident. So I would say that would I be love the it. So you don't do. tell them, I'm connected with my pussy. My pussy is turned on, mum. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> I love it. But it's so true. Once yeah. a woman is embodied and owning her sexuality, and once we've done this work, it's almost like this secret power that we all have, this secret sense that we have that we can tell when another woman is embodied or not connected to that part of herself. And it's kind of fun because... It is only something that you can know when you are in it yourself. So I love that you shared that. What about you, Katrina? What would you say? Yeah, I would say, you know, even like, so like sex aside, right? Like no matter where you are in your sexual journey, whether it's, you know, having the best orgasms or having none or having ecstatic experiences versus, you know, maybe numbness, it doesn't even matter where you are in that part of your journey. It's more... I would say if you want to feel more in alignment with yourself, feel empowered, feel embodied, build more self-confidence, then this work will be transformational for you despite wherever you are in your journey. You will have more of that. And I think one thing I would say is you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes we don't even know how much further we can go even when we think we're in alignment, even when we think we're, you know, authentic or true to ourselves, even when we think that we're internally guided, those things may all be true, but the path and the journey is truly unlimited. And so, yeah, if you're looking for more of that, then this is it. I've loved this conversation so much and just have to note that we've all been very calm and grounded with our crystals. We all have a crystal that we're holding on to, feeling the power. It's a great little hack when we're all feeling a little energized and we need to just drop in. So crystal sisters over here, I would love to wrap this with questions that I love to ask all of my guests. There's three questions that I have. So we'll start with Ellie. What are you celebrating right now? Oh, I am celebrating. I just ran two back-to-back retreats and they were amazing, amazing, amazing. So like I'm celebrating I'm celebrating you too. They looked amazing. And again, spreading this powerful work that you're doing with women in a group format. Yes, we need more of this. So I'm celebrating that for you. Katrina, what are you celebrating right now? 
Oh my gosh, I'm celebrating love, partnership. I just got engaged. <laughs> so, of, you know, really just being on this magical journey for, for the last year and leading to this point has been just beyond beautiful. And so just celebrating mm. I'm love. celebrating you so much. And it's honestly so incredible. You're such a testament to this work and seeing where you are now, being in this beautiful partnership, loving incredible and the work that you've done and now celebrating this next chapter celebrating you hard i'm so excited for what's to come for you so thank you for sharing with us next question ellie you're up first what is bringing you pleasure right now in life oh you know what is what came to mind i just joined a new gym i know that doesn't always sound pleasurable but I haven't been working out for a while. I just found this like really epic, amazing new gym. And there's something about moving the body in the morning that just like gets you in this amazing mood. And then everything else is pleasurable. Whether you dance or run or whatever it is, it's like everything just tastes better, feels better, like work feels better. So Katrina, I would say a mixture of slowness and community and connection. I think especially over the last few weeks, it's been so much about community, connection to myself, love, partnership, and just going a little bit slower in life than I than I typically have. And so that's been, yeah, really beautiful and helping me be more in, mm. in pleasure more often. Thank you for sharing those both. And I love both very different ways that are bringing you pleasure, but it's true to you. And pleasure doesn't have to be sexual and moving your body, being in slowness, beautiful ways to embody pleasure. So thank you for sharing. And the final question, what is something that you wish every woman on the planet could know or experience? Obviously sex queen. (laughs) No, but in seriousness, I think I did say this after you at the end of the program. I was like, every woman on this planet needs to do this work. And I, I completely believe it. Like men and women, because the men you know, feed off of the women's energy. Like if every single woman on this planet did this kind of work and knew how powerful it was to be in touch with themselves, their wombs, their sexual energy, like it would genuinely change the world. I agree. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I would add, you know, just letting everyone know as a reminder of how much power pleasure and everything that's just already within them that's available to them and that's already there and so you know we live in a world where a lot we are seeking a lot of external validation motivation and influence and there's so much power that is within us that is so accessible if we choose to do this work that I just want everyone to know that that's already within them and it's Mm. available when they want it. So beautiful. Thank you both for sharing and thank you for being here. Being so open and vulnerable and sharing your own journeys and your own experience and being just beautiful sex queens. I love it. The world needs more sex queens. So thank you for being here. It's always so fun to connect. I'd love for you to share where people can connect with both of you. You're both doing incredible work in this world. So Ellie, share with everybody where they can connect with you. Yes, absolutely. So the best way to connect with me is either on my website or on Instagram. My Instagram is at cap, that's K-A-P dot by 
B-Y-E-L-L-I-E. Or you can find me on my website, which is my full name, which is elliepetchek.com. Thank you. And Katrina, where can everyone connect with you? Yeah, I would say the best spot is on Instagram as well. So at katrina.deangelis. And then on there, you'll have all of my links to, to everywhere else and all the different offerings and things that I'm a part of so I would love to see you all there. Thank you so much Queens I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and let's see where the sex queen journey continues to take you in this life. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks so much Steph.